The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, superfly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! He's sorry. He's our. Uh, I'll go sit in the. I corner. will take my three and a half inch penis <laughs> and I will leave, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so what were you saying about Texas? Speaking of dicks, yeah, no. Speaking of dicks, great segue, uh, Sean. Great segue. Texas has a whole lot of them, and uh, Colorado recently. Well, not Colorado. Kyle Clark from um, Nine News. He has a, a YouTube channel for his show Next with Kyle Clark. Um, they made a great ad for Colorado's new anti-tourism tourism Can campaign. Can I ask you a question? Is this out of the front range? Is it yeah. a Denver thing? Okay. Yeah, Nine, News, Nine News is the one Denver news station that we can get depending on your TV provider down yeah. here. And you can stream pretty easily. I don't watch regular TV because I'm not a psychopath. No, but you can get the Nine News app and just and, and just whenever no. they do news, you can okay. watch the news from Denver rather than watching the depressing Albuquerque news that where be... meth heads are crashing into alcoholics and daycares and alcoholic daycares. That would be akin the to actual news from Albuquerque makes Breaking Bad look like fucking Willy Wonka, dude. <laughs> it does. I know, dude. People Take in Lebanon. A, um, uh, that's not a pizza on your roof. That's a human head. <laughs> People from Yemen fucking look at that and go, "We're never, never. Tori- we're never going. Never back. visit Albuquerque. Never. never. That pizza was made of fruit from your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he's Russian. Uh, I don't know why he's, he turned Russian. So, yeah. so Kyle Clark put out this video and it's fucking hilarious, and I want to share it with. Okay. Okay, but people actually thought this was real. They, right? Some people that saw it thought it was real. But at the very end, if you pay attention at the end, he says, this is not from the Colorado Tourism Office. But if you want to use it, go right ahead. Right. So yeah, we, we're, awesome. he actually let us use it. I like yeah, that. So for we're using the podcast. It. Yeah. So if you're thinking of visiting Colorado, we have this to say. Yep. Hey, tourists. It's me, Colorado. I know you want to be with me right now, but the time isn't right. <laughs> if you truly love me. You'll wait. Whether it's our first time or a long-term relationship, it should be special. And it'll be even more special if we're patient. I know you said you'll use protection, but protection doesn't always work. And I don't know where you've been. Tourists, I need you to respect my boundaries. You know how people say, it's not you, it's me? This time it's you. It's totally you. You can have the Rona, and I can't have you bring that around here. What's that? Oh, 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 if you can't be with me, then you're going to get with Nebraska? Oh, well, you enjoy that, all right? Kiss these goodbye and enjoy that. Let's not fight. I want you back. Just not right now. Not paid for by the Colorado Tourism Office, but they can totally use it if they want. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) It's so great. And the thing is, is as as a business owner in this town who, you know, relies on the money from businesses that make money off tourism... I, I am so conflicted this all the is, time. Like, I'm like, I don't want them bringing disease here and killing my, my loved ones. But at the same time, I kind of need them to pass the money down we, the fucking chain. We've talked about this before. 40% of town's income is hospitality based. Yep. It, without people coming and visiting our lovely little town, we turn into Silverton. Yep. And, 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 so 
I have no idea. I'm so conflicted. We need you, but we don't want you. What do right. you, you know, it's like a shitty relationship, right, Bobby? Right. <laughs> Stop. I'm kidding. All right. We, I was, I was just fucking with you. That was some dark, deep seated. Oh, that is some hateful shit. That was a shot I'm right a, over my bow. <laughs> Thank you for making me look like the good guy so far. I appreciate it. Oh my it. God, dude. Dude, he shot across the bow. We're a fan of the word bow now. Ba- like, very everything is a bow. Like you could bow. say, a shot across the bow of the, I don't know, armadillo. Yeah. Like, <laughs> have they ever bow. made Indiana bones in the Temple of Poon? <laughs> was that ever have. done? They have to have. Anyway. Anywho. um, Guys, welcome back to... The whiskey reel. The riskiest of wheels. The wheel to wheel to wheel to wheel to wheel wheel wheel. Y'all. Um, to my left is one Mr. Chudinsky, the sweet reverend, uh, the m- former mayor of Chudsylvania, because yes. he was ousted, ousted, obviously. Sweet Sean Moriarty. Yes. And to my left is Durango's not so notorious Lothario. We build him up. More infamous. All three inches himself. <laughs> three and a half, buddy. Bobbeth Van Noyes. Ever short me that half minute. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's my best half inch. It's actually the difference maker, buddy. Are you done? Of the Tallahassee van noises. I'm finished. (laughs) Did you just finish? Uh, To my left is Aaron. Okay. Guys, welcome back to the Whiskey Reel. I hope you had a wonderful week. Uh, We will regale you with all of our stories and uh, loveliness. Uh, Let's talk about what we are drinking What did you bring, Aaron? Okay. Uh, we all know and, and sometimes love Jameson. I don't really have a great love affair for Jameson. I think it's overrated in my opinion. Whatever. I'd rather have Powers or Tully. Or, well, you've uh, said every uh, single thing that used to be top shelf now is pretty much overrated and is a brand name. It's Jameson, Jim Beam, Jack Daniels, Crown, all Dude, the things that used to, to be the top shelf. Listen to me. Seagram's used to be top That's shelf. That's right. Seagram's top. seven. And if you've ever had Seagram's, you wonder yeah. why people didn't kill themselves yeah. in right. waves. Seagram's is yes. <laughs> Bobby has well, if you want to know how far we've come, that was in plastic bottles from like the no, 70s know. forward and everyone was okay with it. So Jameson has come out with a line of different, uh, differently casked additions, yes. basically. So you, they different take, kinds of burls. Right. They take their JMO and then they barrel it in different shit. I mean, it's not very hard to figure out. They have a coffee JMO now yeah. where they actually- I haven't have, tried it. It's okay. Is we, it? we have it. They have Black Barrel, is which it a is liqueur, a super chart. Or is no? it a, it's, so it's just a coffee-flavored whiskey? It's basically, they infused it with coffee. It's not even barreled or anything cute. They just added coffee to fucking oh, okay. JMO. Um, and it's fine. I mean, I don't know the usage for it. Doesn't, can't really and I'm sure if they it, have but. some elaborate story about where the beans are from and the farm, that they'll do well. Well, those pasty Irish pricks can't grow any coffee. No, they that. can't. Um, coffee only grows in the tropics. <laughs> so, Jameson. There is a thin belt around the world. I learned this when I got my coffee passport at Starbucks. Ugh, you're so gross. <laughs> uh, Jameson, <laughs> this is. jobs have you had? 1,200. <laughs> he's, he's Jamaican. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jameson's IPA. You're telling me. No. <laughs> I'm not That's doing horrible. It. I'm not horrible. doing it. I'm not doing Jameson it. IPA edition. So basically yes. Yes. they take good old JMO and throw it in an IPA barrel. Yeah. Um, I will say, uh, whereas I think Jameson, regular Jameson is very what we like to call shouldery. Mm-hmm. It's kind of clunky and angular and yeah. hot and not overly sophisticated. The IPA casking on this definitely takes out the rough edges. It definitely smooths out the sharp tones. It's a lot rounder. It's a lot more approachable. Um, I don't necessarily know if I like it yet. Um, I don't. But I, I, I do like it better than regular. 
That I will say. It didn't, it didn't really wow me at all. Like when I, I took a sip of it, I was like, this doesn't taste that much. Like it tastes like Jameson to me with a slight off, but I don't taste any hops or anything. Well, um, should it, we have Carol read us a little oh, blurb about she, Is she back off a of lunch? She is back off a of lunch. That, you know, she's been taking like no. three hour lunches. I know. Well, do it. She, it's like, let her take three hour lunches right. and work on Sundays That's fine. or not have her here. I get it. I get it. Hey, Carol. Yeah, what is it, boys? I'm finishing up this hoagie. Hey, Carol, honey, can you pull up that blurb that we pulled up for the Jameson Caskmade IPA edition? Yep, yep. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, it's right here, boys. Sorry. Oh, that, that Capicola. Caskmade's IPA is born from the collaboration between Jameson and a local craft brewery. Finished in IPA beer barrels for a crisp, hoppy finish. While the signature smoothness is very much intact, hints of light hops, fresh citrus, and floral notes confirm the IPA influence. Is there anything else, or can I get back to wrecking this Sammy? Oh, um, no. Thank you so much, Carol. You're a sweetheart. You know what? A, a, a little bird told me, and that little bird being Kevin. Yes. That for small. some reason, she's she eats hoagies every day. Yeah. And for some mm-hmm. reason, when she gets Capicola, it gives her the fucking, it gives her the shits. Yeah, it gives her the That's shits. That's what Kevin yeah. said. Yeah. I, well, I, just, I knew she was a little gouty. And, you know, like cured meats are not necessarily the ideal recipe. <laughs> Well-known mobster, John Gowdy. Honestly, that's not when she's not eating her own fucking fingernails. <laughs> yeah. And if Kevin and if Kevin is judging her based on her shits, we're talking about a guy who, when he takes a shit in our toilet here, it looks just like black freckles, like someone had a confetti <laughs> oh, popper God. full of tar and just pop. We used to call that the riot gun. The riot gun. <laughs> yeah, the scatter gun. That's weird. Kevin told me six months ago his asshole was sewn shut. That's why he shits like that. By the Dark Lord. It's spread. <laughs> I think I'm kind of with you guys on this. I'm not like completely in love with it. But no. it, is it better than regular JMO? It's better than regular JMO. It doesn't taste different enough for me to even... If someone handed me that shot and didn't tell me, hey, this is Castmates, not Jameson, I would have no fucking clue. Right. I get no citrus notes. I get no hoppy yeah, finish the floral at all. citrus notes, I, didn't get, I don't get that. There's not a lot of florality. The, the one thing I would focus on when it comes to this is it just tastes like... A refined Jameson. Right. I don't. I don't think there's a lot of that IPA characteristics None. picking up. I do get a little bit of the hoppiness once you roll it around a little bit, but it really, it's for me, it's more about taking out the angularity of it, yeah. and, it and it calms it down. It makes it a little bit more. Approachable. I just don't think that it works. That I love this cute idea that they had. That like, hey, since all these breweries are aging their beer in our whiskey barrels, what if we flipped it on its side? And honestly, you get way more of a whiskey or a wine flavor into a beer than you do when Obviously. you take a beer or a oh. wine barrel and put a distilled product in it. Yep. It washes it all away. Well, the big movement in wine and in beverages over the last seven years is basically this incestuous cross-collaboration of yeah. everything. So you've got all these wines being held in bourbon barrels. You got bourbon being held in Cabernet barrels. You got beer being held in, you know. And meanwhile, and- the American oak farmer's getting ass fucked. Wow. <laughs> Only if you ask nicely. All these hippies sharing their barrels, not buying new and throwing away. Buy it, throw it away, America. Most, wow. those, most of those guys do live like right next to a river. Yeah. So I'm sure. Did, <laughs> didn't we, didn't we they're see? Getting, a, they're getting ass fucked. Didn't we see? We we got a we had a gaggle of wooks walk down my alley yesterday. Yes. Oh my heavens. That was a procession. That yeah. was a weird thing. Did oh they have God, like a? Dude. Did they have a pig pen style dust cloud around them? Like while they walked. 
<laughs> just like wavy air. Well, when four of them gather, yeah, with, yeah, like a gas leak, yeah. just have wavy you, air. Have you seen the streets of Phoenix during summer and it's tried ex- to look? It looked exactly it's just, like everything's that. wavy, dude. Yeah, um, they're scary. Yeah. Have you guys ever been in Phoenix in the summer? Yes, at like three a.m. It gets twenty degrees hotter than it was all fucking day. I never noticed that. I was there when it was one hundred and eighteen. So, I guess what happens, and I'm not a scientist. But there's like a convection thing that happens because the asphalt and yeah. concrete holds. It's absorbing heat all fucking day. Right. Mm-hmm. The second that your ambient temperature drops and matches that, the convection turns the other oh, way. Wow. I never and the thought heat of that. Radiates out of the fucking asphalt, and it's just cooking you from what? the ass up. Why? Jesus. Why would anybody choose to live in that shithole? It doesn't make sense. Fuck that Phoenix, town. Dude. That town in Vegas are just the. They laugh at God. They're like. We're going to make a place where you have to like use a shitload of energy to air condition it so that like in Phoenix, if air conditioner is broken in a restaurant, the health department says that place has to close. Dude. People, if like a, if a, the AC goes out in a nursing home, everybody fucking dies. They're like, dead. Yeah, they're fucking dead. Dead. like at least there's a reason for Vegas. Yeah. It's an entertainment uh, true, destination. But it's also, yeah. Why but, go to Phoenix? And why would, so you have a place called Phoenix, Arizona, that sucks an amazing amount of energy to, to cool itself down oh, yeah. almost all the year. Amen. And also- is the has the second most golf courses per capita than Florida, and they're all watered by water they don't fucking have, and they're sucking from the states around them. We water some of those. We water those fucking golf courses. Fuck that ain't right, dude. <laughs> well, and you got to think about Vegas too. Like the only people that live there are bartenders, hookers, and a bunch of yeah. trailer trash. That's pretty much it. Yeah. You know well, I mean? I, uh, oh yeah, I was gonna say motocross riders, but they kind of my somewhere. favorite. I, I bet they commute <laughs> from Henderson. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, the the cast makes it's good. It Try was, it. I, I bought a three seven five. I bought half of one, a halfy, and it was like sixteen bucks. It wasn't like over the overly expensive by any means. Right. If you enjoy James, like if you truly enjoy Jameson, you'll probably the, dig this. If yeah, you, you enjoy will. Jameson, yeah. this will up your game. But but again, slightly. I, throw me some but, Tully. Throw me some Powers. Yeah. Throw me anything. I review this game. like I would review a Fruchetta's pizza. <laughs> It's the best of the worst. Not, a- <laughs> not quite DiGiorno's. Not quite DiGiorno. <laughs> Dude, but it's not Home Run. Do you yeah, remember it's Bobby? Not, it's not Red Baron. Bobby and I are- Honestly, I fucking love Home Red- Run. Home Run's not bad. Home Red Baron is the worst. Those Bobby, little fucking disgusting. cubes of pepperoni nonsense. Bobby and I are old enough to remember the days when- you basically had two choices of frozen pizza. It was like yeah. Tostino's. Tostino's, and bro. Ma- no, Mama Celeste. Mama Celeste. Remember those shitty, shit, shitty, shit, shitty. They're shit. still, shit. they're still shitty, and they still have them. The Garbage. green box with like the gold. Now, I will say this before we move on about Totino's. <laughs> they you are stop just it. The, the squares that you just stack. every once in a while. <laughs> I get the weirdest craving. I want Katie four does of them. Katie goes crazy with it. She and puts get, two on top of each other once yeah, and just oh, mouth the whole dude, thing. Literally done that. I'll get the cheese. I'll get a pepperoni. I'll get a sausage or whatever the other. <laughs> just make is. a stack like, it's, just, like it's a lasagna. And just and I think each one of them is sixteen calories because they're made of air. They're made of air. <laughs> yeah, it's just air and grease I'm held together get, by a few flakes it, of cheese. It may be sixteen calories, but it has eighteen months worth of sodium. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're you literally no feel yes. your heart exploding. And 20, 20 grams of fat per serving. Each one is three and a half servings. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love how so they pull the flim flam on you like that. Flim flam. Uh, so, flam so bitches. guys, do you want to do? Do you want to do a really, really quick check in? Sure. Was yeah, there yeah. anything of? How about we do this instead of checking in? Was there anything of note that happened this week opposed to last week? Because my shit's been pretty calm. 
Oh, I sucked a unicorn's dick. Remember? Oh, yeah, you told me. Yeah, that. I sucked a unicorn's dick off. And I got, love this story. You love this story. So I went with Katie. My wife had to run down to Farmington where she had purchased her new car and re-signed some paperwork because the lady at Web Toyota fucked up royally. So we went down there, and on the way back, I was had been ripping the vaporizer quite a bit because when I don't have to drive down there, I'm just like, oh, I'm going to get as high as possible. On the way back, we had to stop at Dairy Queen because I said so in Aztec. And I'm we're driving in, and then Katie's like, look, they've got the new cotton candy dip cones and my eyes just had fucking rainbows and unicorns and shit just shooting out of them and i was like what the fuck is that so i'm like yeah get me a cotton candy dip cone and so katie orders it and she goes i want it dipped twice and i was like what you can dip them twice so it had like you could dip stuff twice and it has like a thick shell on it this cotton candy was the great this cotton candy dip like shell was the most disgustingly, amazingly <laughs> horrible, wonderful thing <laughs> that I've ever tasted. It was straight up like I had a unicorn cock shoved in my mouth. But what was the flavor? It was it was like a mix of like a, unicorn of a birthday cake and like a blue ras light blue raspberry. <laughs> it tastes like the way that's what I was. I had it all over my face. I'm holding this thing. Katie's <laughs> looking at me and just laughing. And I was like, it's like a unicorn just busted one in my mouth, and she was like, when she, she by the way, this tiny little thing. I don't understand how she does this. She was like, I would like a blizzard with Oreos, M&M's, cheesecake, and Reese's peanut butter cup. (laughs) It was amazing. But they fit that all into a fucking blizzard. And the the girl sounded like she hadn't heard that before. She was like, um, I I could swear I heard her going like, I don't know if the buttons will do. I don't know if the computer will do this. They went, guys, we have a code blue. We have a code code blue. blue. Code blue. (laughs) We got some giant guy sucking off unicorns and his wife wants 18 toppings. She fucking shut down NORAD with that order. (laughs) 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 That's of all of note. Yeah, that's all. And the crazy thing about that shit. Was it good? It was tasty, but it was like super decadent tasting, yeah. almost like birthday cake Oreos or birthday cake flavored anything where it's yeah. way over the top. Super but the top. I will say this. There is something odd chemically going on with that shit because after you eat it, it, it feels like you have chapstick on your lips when you didn't put chapstick on your lips. Right. It's like, <laughs> it's, like it's warm and it's wet. <laughs> if you ever if you ever have you ever eaten chicken feet? Uh, yeah. Okay. So it basically turns to collagen. Yeah. That's kind of what it's, it's like Vaseline. Yeah. It's almost like Vaseline or something. Fucking awesome. It's like eating a hoof of some sort. I have hooves. My hooves are clapping. My hooves. Bobby's favorite movie of all time. Freddie Goldfingers. I probably told you guys this, but, um, I made the rest of my family hate me. Apparently. Sweet. What happened? Uh, (laughs) well, uh, do you want to talk about the fact that you're, your your family was 45 minutes away well, from you that's and didn't the, let you that know. was yeah let's let him set the scene i have a pretty <laughs> distant relationship with my family uh, as is true i had two people in my family that enjoyed me and yeah and they're both and they've, passed, they've on. passed along so <laughs> i'm just dealing with like the rest of these people that could pretty much take me or leave me well, um, no. I mean, your sister, you said, was like her job was to murder you. You think that could still probably be a thing. I, she might be up to something. This could be a long game mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is more. This is getting back for the time when I was 16 and whipped her ass. Oh, yeah. Finally. When you just yeah, fucking just you lost it. You her. went Christmas story. You said you just snapped. <laughs> no, I put a whooping on her. Yeah. And um, they live in Louisiana. Which, as you guys know, is probably 20 plus hours away. It's a yes. two day drive. Yeah. Put it that. hundred percent. So they have friends in Pagosa. Um, who I grew up with as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they grew, they drive two fucking days. My nieces, 
my sister, the, some of the kids, I think. Who you don't even see, like who, barely yeah. ever. Yeah. Like last time you saw him was probably at Only your when someone's dying. your mom's funeral. Yeah. So they go, they drive two fucking days, go to Colorado, Pagosa Springs, 45 minutes away from my fucking front door. Right. Yes. And I only find out about this shit on Facebook because my stupid niece is posting pictures and now, tagging my sister. And Do you think all... that was intentional because they know you're so active on Facebook? I don't no. I had a thought of See, that. I have a feeling that my sister was like, I'm not posting shit because right. I don't want them to know. No, I really want Bobby to know that I'm chilling up here. You know what right. I mean? But then like the cat got out of the bag. Right. So me, because I'm super smart and I go Sean Mo sometimes. <laughs> oh, yes. I haven't heard this part. <laughs> I haven't either. So sh- my niece's name is Shelby. Okay. I'm not going to hide any names. Shelby Lynn? Her name is her name is literally fucking Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> I was just calling back to the fucking white trash names from Ted. <laughs> That's her fucking name. I know. I have conjured the duck. You, <laughs> you did. So she... Uh, <laughs> she posts this thing where at the they're at Pagosa Springs. They're all having a lovely time, and I'm like, "What the fuck? This was three days ago, motherfuckers!" <laughs> and so I post on there. I was like, "Oh my god, it's so nice to know that my family drove two days across fucking Texas, yes, and couldn't go the extra forty five minutes to just come see or invite their you uncle to go meet them and, out there, or brother, or invite." Yeah, exactly, right. So the last, and then I was like, "You know what, guys." I'm going to go ahead and just go fuck myself. (laughs) (laughs) Then they started blocking. They started blocking? My family. Your family blocked you on Facebook? Just started dropping blocks. Really? (laughs) Texted my old man. I love my old man. You guys know I love my old man. Of course. Text him, told him the whole thing. I'm like, then, you know, the last thing I was like, so what's up with that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he never responds. He just doesn't respond. He's like, he's the type of guy that's just. My my dad's just not going to fucking get involved. He's yeah. been dealing with drama for 70 fucking years. He's yeah, yeah, not yeah. going to do it anymore. So, yeah. But anyways. Do you think it could be a testament to how divided this country is right now that they are so hardcore well, Trump and know that you're not, that they don't want anybody challenging, the possibly challenging their ideologies when they're ha- trying to have a vacation? They're mad Trump. Yeah. That fool is getting smoked like a joint in November, it looks yeah. like. Yeah. And, and so are a lot of congressmen and well, senators. Yes. Hold on, hold on. Because this is going to lead us into our next thing. Yeah, we're, it's it, it, definitely yeah. going to lead us. And I'm sorry about that. Dude, that must that suck. That fucking man. sucks, man. That sucks, bro. Eh. Um, I mean, <laughs> you already know what you're dealing with. You, yeah. you're, you're not... Oh, no, we've you all were, met. You were, yeah, you were not taken aback by the move, right? I mean, <laughs> no. at all. Um, yeah. But uh, but it doesn't mean that you don't have to stick it to them. You're, you're still going to be like, it's you're a piece of shit. Yeah. And and ev- everybody that saw that, they they're more worried about, they don't give a shit. It's, it's clear they don't give a shit about how you feel, right. but they just don't want other people seeing that to make it look like no they're doubt. the terrible type of people to oh, no. not visit their brother. No, and she deleted my comment before she blocked me. I saw that. <laughs> of course. Whoa. Oh, no, because I had more to say. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. It's so good. It's awesome. It's so good. Um, Guys, okay. So we were talking about this yesterday and we kind of went down a rabbit hole because, again, as I like to insist on, we do do show prep, even though it sounds like a nightmare. Uh, Is that what yesterday was? We do actually work on shit, guys. Um, Show prep. We've, I mean, it's, I hate to, uh, it's very difficult not to speak about what's going on in the world. We're over the COVID thing. I think that's been beaten to the ground, but it's very difficult not to be paying attention to the implosion of our current administration. 
Um, just in general, what's happening uh, politically, as we get closer to November 3rd in the election day, things start ramping up. Uh, they're trying every twist and turn to close booths and do every dirty trick in the mm -hmm. book for voter suppression. And You have to oh, add an ID, like having dude, to have more ID. It's such horse shit. I, I mean, it's ridiculous. And obviously the big so, story with voter suppression this year is going to be voting by mail. And mailing. I mean, and by the way, there's so many, which, so many states have so much data about how it's worked for years. Do you want to hear something hilarious? Stupid. Okay. So I'm, you know, I'm bouncing around different news sites. And by the way, I'm not a, I'm not a fucking, I'm not a blind shill. Like I, it's not like I sit down and watch MSNBC all day. No, I right? go to different sources to try to find out different information. Well, if you do your research, you can see that you can find these right. charts that show you what stuff's bought, like what level of bias they are and stuff. And a lot right. of stuff right in the middle, like Reuters and sure. fucking, um, is Politico. Yeah. Politico is kind of right there in the center. Yep. If you and find find three articles about the same thing that are somewhere in the middle, and you'll be able to you know, distill it to something. Unfortunately, useful. I go overseas for my news because yeah, they like have a BBC. better view on us than Al Jazeera. Shit, has a Al Jazeera view. is an amazing yeah. fucking yeah. news organization. It's incredible. So They're even really, really good. even RT and those are dirty commies. Yeah. Just mm -hmm. saying, dirty, dirty, dirty. Um, but but no, <laughs> the what I found out was this is speaking of mail in ballots, Bobby. This is why I brought this up. You just reminded me of something. So I was watching a news program and apparently um, our uh, tangerine in chief fucking tweeted out mail in ballots are, are rot with fraud and bad stuff. But absentee ballots are good. They're the same fucking same thing. He has no idea. Thing. It's the same piece of paper. It's scary, bro. I was in the military. Yeah. I know what a fucking absentee yeah. ballot is. Yeah, but he thinks they're you know two what different I mean? things. No, it's just it's just mail-in voting. It's a fucking scantron that you yeah. fill in the bubbles yeah. and you send it in. Well, that's going to be the one way that they're going to try to fucking, they're going to try to fight it is by just screaming fraud. over. Well, that's all they can do. All they can That's do. all they can do. Now, now we had the same conversation four years ago when kind one of. Miss Hillary Clinton was up by a ton, mm -hmm. and we thought she had it in the bag. So, I mean, what do you, well, what do you guys, what do you guys think about this election cycle versus the last one? I feel like the the tipping point that got Trump elected was some key issues, key states, excellent strategy by his team, focusing on those key issues in those states to win. And in this case, Donald Trump has fucked up so bad that he has lost. All of the the moderates that tipped over to his side just out of, out of their, whatever principles they did, they're mm -hmm. like, well, I just can't. And I get it. I get it when it comes to Hillary. She's fucking evil. I understand that. Right. But the, yeah. those people that were like, I'll take him over Hillary are not looking at Biden like they looked uh, at Hillary. And they are well, definitely not with yeah. Donald Trump right now. They see the madness. They see the divisiveness. They see him firing everybody. They see his entire campaign imploding right now. Yeah. Well, no, he's literally forgiving people and, and pardoning people. Roger Stone. Just for covering his ass. Roger Stone, yeah. who recently High called a guy corruption. a Negro on a... Uh, did I you hear saw that. that. What, that what was, it was almost hilarious. Roger Stone was Under talking... Under his breath, he was like, I, I can't I believe I'm... Really, yeah, yeah, I don't I, feel like the need to argue with this Negro. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. And the guy who he was talking to was... I forget the guy's name that was... Uh, Carol, can you tell me uh, that the guy that uh, the radio host that interviewed Roger Stone? That happened on the Mo Kelly show. Read it in my Apple News this morning. Thank you so much, Care Bear. Appreciate you. You're welcome. Oh, also, um, Aaron, your girlfriend called and said she's leaving forever. What? Why would she? What? Why would she call? Wait a minute. Why would she call Carol? She's one? busting your she's, fucking. She's chops. screwing with me. She's right? fucking with you. God, why does she fuck with she's me so much? Yeah, just kidding. 
kidding, Aaron. She called to say you're the one with the three-inch penis. Dude, why is she? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't know what to do anymore. That's what you get, dude. That's what you get for showing it at the anymore. Christmas party. Well, you know, party. Carol, though, I mean, a broken clock is right twice a day. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So where do we, where do we, so it looks like the Republican Party is imploding, but the thing is, is the uh, people who are very critical of the president and his cronies are noticing that no, like no established Republicans are, ter- usually in a, when a, with a situation this dire, you see them turning against the president. And they're not doing that now because Donald Trump is so vindictive and crazy that he will do worse shit well, to them. They'll make it harder for them to get elected and fuck up the votes they get from his crazy I, alt-right base. I think pretty soon what's going to happen is the Congress and, and the people that have been kind of biting their lip for the last three and a half years, there's going to be a point of no return. And as soon as they feel confident that he's going to be out, mm-hmm. they're going to fucking turn on him like a pack of wolves. No. They're just waiting. The problem is this. They still don't know if he won't win. So if they come out now and he ends up getting reelected, they're fucked. They're Again, Uber doesn't at this point now he's lost so much credibility and so much power within his base that he literally, when he endorses somebody, it means nothing. That's yep. usually the stamp of approval. If you're a congressman, you get endorsed by the president. Yeah. That usually means you're a shoe in. Mm-hmm. He's like he's poison at this point. He's become super toxic. toxic. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Uh, it's just, I don't, I, and we were talking about too, like with the Supreme Court, Ginsburg, she's Ginsburg. 150 years old. Yeah. She's and got her cancer's cancer. back. Um, if we, if he gets one more opportunity to put in a Supreme Court justice, that's a wrap, y'all. He, he can change the next 60, 70 years of this country. Uh, 100%. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, but thankfully, what's going on is like when they're starting to vote on certain things, the people that you would thought would side with the you know with the far right aren't um well which i mean is, we're, we're seeing nice there are rats fleeing the titanic i mean they have, they it, see now, it, right? it, it, it hasn't been establishment necessarily yet as far as like other congressmen senators right. you know you haven't seen mcconnell turn but dude mcconnell's numbers are not getting better they're getting worse every fucking dude, day jeff they sessions are. you know bye. sessions well jeff sessions bye-bye. as soon as trump yes yeah, so that was the example that as soon as trump got rid of sessions and saw what and then sessions lost his re-election they're more afraid of that i, I yes. heard one of one of his constituents i forget the guy's name was saying we have two choices we're either on the burning sinking ship or we're fighting for our lives in the water and right now the higher ground seems to be the better place to be. And right. it's so Which sad. is a moral dilemma in my opinion. I'm like, you should be swimming. You should be swimming yes. on principle, you fucking coward. Well, it's uh, the only way you could ever like recover your integrity, your, your, you know what I mean? It's like a really bad corporation yeah. where people, I, I, I worked for a corporation in town that will remain nameless, but the, the Lex Corp, yeah, Lex Corp, the only, the only, the only thing that I could really, kind of define it as is you're not working every day so much as you're just covering your ass. You're making sure that you stay employed. You're not really doing anything of use. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where we're at right now. They spend most of their time trying to get reelected. They're not doing a goddamn thing. They literally said, you guys need to stay home. Don't earn any money. And then they took two weeks of vacation last Mm -hmm. couple of weeks. Oh, it, this thing is so broken that, I mean, I, I you see why there's people in Portland like fucking going nuts and all over the country, really. Dude, did you see F, did you see there were unmarked vans swooping people? Oh, yeah. Did you guys hear about in that? Portland. Dude, yeah, in Portland. Federal agents have been deployed Dude, to Portland. They're literally driving by people in vans, jumping out and ghosting them. Yeah. It's happening. Special Whoa. forces types. What was that called back in the Bush days when they would like, they'd scoop a dude and Disappeared. Send Black site? 
Nah, take them to a black there was site. A, there was a there was a name for it though. Like when you would extract somebody, send him to Afghanistan, where a bunch of specialists would go to work yeah. on his ass. Private specialists you know that I mean? didn't have like. Uh, but no there was a word. I can't. Re- I can't recall. Some Blackwater. There was shirt? actually like a movie name. Rendition. 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 Right. Which is a fancy Thank way of you. saying kidnapping and torture. Yeah. yeah. It's just a really nice word for it. Yeah. Here's a really really tiny Dude, room. Do you realize how <laughs> unconstitutional it is? Oh my god, that's our, where we are right now. Our <laughs> our government. This is a rendition. This site. is a rendition. Our government is literally swooping us off the streets and doing God knows what. Yep. I don't know where these people are going. Nobody's seen them again type shit. Yeah. The, um, and the governor is saying wow. get the – the governor basically is suing the federal government again right. because they've sued the Trump administration a handful of times. And they're saying, no, get your fucking federal agents out of here that, that are – and I guess they have a mission that is all classified – but it's supposed there. It's supposed to be in a location that's not where they're going. But these federal agents are going into the protest areas in fatigues and fucking shooting rubber bullets and tear gas now they're because the city had stopped doing it. So Trump sent people to do it for him. Wow. Um. Are we? So we've crossed the Rubicon into oh, yeah. this is full blown so we're almost dis- this civil is war dystopia. Yeah. We're looking at total like he's George doing- Orwell is in hell right now. Going <laughs> <laughs> told you, bitches. Tried you know? to tell you. You guys met Aldous Huxley? Yeah. You seen all this? All this is talking about laughing. this shit too, dog. He's laughing his balls <laughs> off right now. Um, but dude, we're getting to that point right now where it feels like uh, you know how badly this administration wants to implement martial law. They love they it. They want it so bad. Not, it not would solve, election day. It would solve all their problems, right? Right. Do you still think it's going to be to a point? Do you think the military would remove him if he was... Voted out of office. Yes. Fuck that. I'd say we remove Do you think they would like, oh, get no. in? No. And that, no, because it's the military's job to do that. If if that happened, were that it to would happen. be the military. I, can you think of a single general who is a fan of Donald Trump? Nope. And can you think of a single soldier Michael in Flynn. any branch of the government that will listen to Trump over their general? No way. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm almost. I'm yeah. almost. Ready. He tries to pull some shit. I, I I love the conspiracy side of that. I know the Bill Maher. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. He's not gonna leave. It's a thing. Dude, it's not. He's out gonna of fucking leave. He has. He'll leave. That fat drag fuck. his fucking fat ass yeah. out on a gurney. Hey, yeah, and if he doesn't sure, want dog. to, if he doesn't want to, I'll call my boy Tom Hardy, who will strap the bane mask you know back I mean? on, and we'll go and start. <laughs> Shut I'll send up, in fucking dude. Gerard Butler and Channing Tatum. Ooh, just white has down. Just four hundred <laughs> abs coming at him hard. <laughs> Take control. Take control of your city. <laughs> Uh, you will take the, the worst fucking movie I've ever <laughs> seen. It's not bad. <laughs> Fuck off. It's, it's good. Fuck off. No, it's not. <laughs> as, as his Batman screensaver shows up on no, his computer. No, yeah, no, he's not a shill. <laughs> um, um, but but guys, I I cannot say it enough. And I and I know this isn't the most like quote unquote interesting topic. But I don't. If you're not concerned, concerned at this point, if you think everything is fine, I have. The, well, I mean, clearly it's not they fine. Had a senator, right they now. had a congressman out of Florida going, you know what, guys, we're doing great. We're doing great here. Of course. And and you had the reporter like a look of shock and awe on her face. She goes, "You guys just had a single day record breaking deaths." It's like, yeah, yeah, but it's fine. She's like, "You don't understand though. We've got 30 million people, so all these oh. cases." It looks really bad, but you don't really realize how big the state is. It's really not that bad. Basically, giving a va- like devaluing human life by saying, exactly. "Oh, if, if it's only three percent, a hundred and forty thousand people in this country have died that shouldn't have died, we, and that's a fucking problem." We, we and if you can't recognize that, and you think that somehow that's part of a hoax, please yeah. put a shotgun in your fucking mouth. Texas is ordering 
and trying to get federal assistance, I think, to order refrigerated trucks now because yeah. of the bodies. Morgues are full. Yep. Morgues That's are full and the weather is not conducive capacity. to stacking bodies without refrigeration. Um, also, Rubio. Did you guys see this? Oh, so Marquito? We, we lost uh, John Lewis. Yeah, yes, John Lewis. I know. John Lewis, a luminary of yeah. the civil rights movement. One of the best. A man that literally got his head broken. Yeah. And he was the last, uh, he's the last living person that spoke at the uh, March on Washington during yeah. the civil rights and, movement. And, and I will say, just as a side note, not only was he a luminary, which I love that word because it's so appropriate when speaking about Mr. Lewis, but one of the finest orators. Mm-hmm. Um, his ability to like hold the room, he could transfix you. He was you a hang on guy. every Brilliant. fucking word. Brilliant. Every word. So speaking of someone that can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Marco Rubio tweets out yesterday. No. A picture. He's trying to send out the, oh, I knew John Lewis. Ugh. This is my guy. You know, I'm, I'm so proud <laughs> to stand by someone that was such a civil rights leader. Okay. The picture was fucking of Elijah Cummings. Oh, my <gasps> God. Really? I'm not lying. <laughs> Did he take it down? I mean, his people oh, must have lost no, they, it. No, they went scramble mode. I've still got the, It's everywhere. It's I mean, everywhere. Once it's tweeted, it's fucking Your screenshot. Delete it, it all you want. Buddy. Okay, yeah. so so let me ask you a question. If, uh, if, uh, if a Democratic congressman or senator would have done that, what do you think would happen? Because I'm telling you, these guys are completely off the leash. They can do whatever they want. Feels like there's zero blowback all the time. And it's really, I as long as there's justice, I can handle shit. Yeah, but there's but no there's justice. Literally no justice going on in any capacity, anywhere, anywhere. Nope. And it just I, I don't know, man. I'm so cynical now and I hate the fact that I'm cynical. I know, man. I was getting I was on an uptick of like getting more positive and going like I gotta stop being so cynical about shit. Right. And then it's like fucking coronavirus, fucking Trump shit. I mean, look at the all dude, of the going back to the Roger Stone and this and that. It's just there's instance after it's instance really hard. After it's, instance. it's so hard to stay and and guess what? Because of tax revenue, because there's so few dollars coming in tax revenue wise for many states, what's the first thing that they're slashing is mental health services, especially regarding addiction right now. We are seeing a huge problem with opioid overdoses are on the rise again when they were on a downturn because people are the first thing they're cutting. They're like, we don't have enough tax money. So we're getting rid of $72 million that goes to needle exchange programs and other shit. I think you don't realize that Jared Kushner fixed the opioid crisis. Oh, he realized he did that. Well, yeah, because all you have to do is have any solve. How'd you you miss it? And he solved the Middle East. All Jared Kushner has to do is show up to your room at the Spanish trip when you're really, really, really sick and haven't had a hit and you look right at his face in the shadows and then you never do heroin again because it's the scariest fucking thing you've ever seen. It's like shadow people. Like shadow people from Escape from New York. Yeah, dude, he's got fucking dude. I'm telling you, man, that guy, that is, he is like a giant, creepy, antique doll. He could be an android. Yeah, he does. He looks like Annabelle's uncle. Yes. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, um, but anyway, I mean, I, I don't want to, I, I think we are all on the same page on, on what's happening and the fear that we have, but let's not let what happened in 2016 happen again, which is we think we have it. In yes. The, the great experiment has failed. It has. Yes. And, and, and by the way, like we said before, we have friends of ours that are right, that are Republicans. Yes. And they're even saying like, yes. I was told by a really good friend of mine who's basically voted with an R behind everything his entire life. Cause that's how he grew up. And he literally looked at me and goes, I don't know, man, I think I'm going to, I think I'm voting for Biden. And, 
this is how we are at that point. You just See? said cross the Rubicon. And that's We're not at that point. And that now friend where... is not a not necessarily the the moderate type of person that teetered on the end and, and voted for Trump. He was voting for Trump no matter what the last time. And even he is saying no. Absolutely. Because the first time's excusable. If you vote <laughs> that way this time, I don't want to know you, Bubba. Sorry. There's. I'm You're, sorry. There are no excuses this time. Thank you. Zero. Thank you. So None. do what you got to do. Zero. So if you don't want to. me on Facebook, yeah. sis. Thank Log you. Me on Facebook, all my family. Thank it's you. fine. I don't hate you because of your vote, mm-hmm. but there's no more respect. Like you guys. Done. You guys want to stand up for this shit? I, I don't know what you're not seeing. Isn't it a testament to your just but basic intelligence at this point? I, it's truly a testament to just you having a lick of common sense. Yeah. But dude, I get it, dude. I get why your sister loves Trump so much because they both have badly fried blonde hair and bad tans. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, just, Ow. Whoa. I get it. I get it. She sees hard. she sees a fatter, a, a fatter male version of her that oh believes God. the same horrible like shit she does. Like my sister's ever listened to a fucking podcast. No. <laughs> or, or maybe she does, and that's why she No, that could, that could be true. Dude. That could be Well, bad. ever yeah. since Alec Jones was taken off, you know, there's yeah. really nothing to listen mm. to anymore. By the way, guys, I am sweating like a whore in church. Yeah, it's about that time. Um, the bunkie is ridiculously humid. It's not even hot. It's just sticky, icky. Yes. Sticky, bro. I think it's time for a word from our very, very generous sponsor. Hi, Texas Brides-to-be. We know that your state looks and feels like a coarse sandy dump right now, so there's no way you're tying the knot anywhere near home. You want to get married somewhere colorful, gorgeous, and more importantly, mask-free? While our little paradise in Durango seems like your best option, we are officially at capacity. For real. We just checked with the bouncer and it's one in and one out. So we wanted to introduce you to Durango's curiously attractive cousin with a problematic political view, Bayfield, Colorado. Miss the rebel flag? Bayfield has plenty. We're fairly sure it's flying over the Long John Silvers right now. Are you into overly raised trucks, dubious World War II memorabilia and eugenics? Ha, you'll fit right in. Bayfield, Colorado. It's a nice day for a white wedding this ad is paid for by baytucky nuptials baytucky nuptials our second favorite n-word and we're back <laughs> hi everybody uh and remember get married in bayfield only if you're white and uh <laughs> i'm not sure if you guys know this but you can reach out to us and you can hit us up on social media or via our voicemail to leave us questions or uh suggest a topic suggest uh music movie and or tell us to fuck ourselves oh i like that we've never actually told people to send us music suggestions why are you wearing your fucking jason mask i forgot i was wearing it (laughs) we couldn't forget we're staring into the eyes of death himself bobby is so comfortable wearing a i was super comfortable wearing that but it got real hot real fast didn't it (laughs) I mean, now it feels cool. Yeah, I'll put it that way. <laughs> next time you put, I'm gonna anyway. share, I'm gonna put some of my hockey pucks in my bag. So the next time you put that thing on, I'm just gonna it's fucking right. fire it at your face. face. No, we we you know we sometimes have a hard time finding media because right now it's a little weird. So any suggestions? Amen. That any our suggestions? Would like music and hey, great, we're open know? to music genres, music things that we haven't heard. Your own band. If you've got a band and you want to try to pimp them out, we'll. We'll listen to your music, but if you guys suck, and then we are going to destroy you. <laughs> you yeah. um, we do not like getting dick pics on our email, though. Nystrom. I mean, we're getting a little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brian Nystrom from the Greenlight Weekend. Stop pulling we get your it. dick out 
and stop. I love how he uses pano like he has to. Oh, I know. I know. It's so odd, so awkward. Annoying. Because there's always figures moving in so in love the background. And he puts, those so weird, he puts those weird like princess filters on it. I know. Yeah. Where it has like a butterfly yeah. on the tip and big it's eyes. Really, I know. <laughs> I know. Really. Nothing really. more troubling than a dick with rabbit ears. Super thirsty, Brian. <laughs> thirsty as fuck. <laughs> So if you want to call us, you can hit us up at 970-426-5344. What's that, son? 970-426-5344. Leave us a voicemail or send us an email to whiskeyreel at gmail.com. That's whiskey with an E before the Y at gmail.com. And on social media, on Facebook and Instagram at whiskeyreel. And by the way, guys, just as a little side note, I know I know a lot of people that are like considering calling in and leaving us something. We're not looking for you to be fucking Louis C.K. and blow us away with your comedic chops. You don't have to be as just amazing. Just ask us a question. That's just, all. Just say, hey, Bobby is a fucking asshole or something. It Bobby, it's your sister, Sandy. <laughs> I am livid about this podcast. I am so angry my spray tan is fucking running. Oh, my God, dude. Love it's it. It's too accurate. <laughs> it was troubling. It was creepy. It, it gave me kind of a PTSD yeah, feeling. Yeah, I was going to say, you're going five You stars. know what I mean? Five stars. You're, going, uh, you're full shell-shocked. So shell-shocked. God, shell-shocked. I, I miss shell-shocked. Yeah. You can't say that anymore. Now it's no, PTSD. You, can't, yeah, you, and, can't, you have to say PTSD. Yeah, you, say you have to say, because shell-shocked has a negative connotation now. What, are the shells offended? I believe uh, turtle activists have been very fervent in their turtle. fight. <laughs> <laughs> you got turtle wax, son. Yep. Anyway, did, did, did we have any massages from anybody? Yes. Yeah, he just said massages. You fuck. <laughs> Hi, I'm Aaron Brandis. I mispronounce everything. <laughs> it reminds me of like, can you see? I'm not even sure there, his name is actually Brandis. Why is there not a key and it's peel? Bronde. It's probably Brande. He is like a key and key, a key and peel sketch. It's like he's doing the A.A. Ron D nice thing, he but is. reversing it into yeah. some awkward, like just Dude. pronounce the wrong vowels. Dude, I will appropriate my shit right back. Be nice. Say your vowels, Aaron. Ah, oh, eat. <laughs> I'm like, those are not vowels at all. What are those? So who um did did Grandpa Joe did Mike? leave us a new voicemail? We've got two this week. Oh my goodness. Um, two entire voicemails. I, hope I haven't he's heard okay. from him at all. I got some Facebook. We haven't heard shit from him since he went down to yeah. the protest for um, God knows what reason. Lord knows he's not fucking yeah. a part of the cause. Yeah. So what the hell yeah. is he doing driving cousin, into the cousin heart Bobby of Bobby DM me and said, like, Grandpa Joe's and then he just And then it typing. just dropped out, right? Weird. Wow. Okay, let's, okay, so, let's so we need an happened. update. Let's see what happened with Grandpa Joe because he left us a voicemail. Yeah. I'm kind of worried. Hey, Carol. Yes, Bobby. Hey, sweetheart, I think we have a couple of voicemails this week. Can you go ahead and start sending those over? Yes, we have two. First one's from your Grandpa Joe. Oh, thank, thank God. God. Dude, I was worried. I was too, boys, but it sounds like he's all right. Well, all right for Grandpa Joe. Sure, sure. Hey, guys. <laughs> it's your Grandpa Joe. Don't know if you heard. You got shot with a rubber bullet. <laughs> right in my clitoris. Grandpa Joe, you got shot in the clavicle. <laughs> in the clavicle. Uh, Damn it. Been recuperating. It's your cousin Bobby's. With his boyfriend Bobby. <laughs> Watching all of these goddamn reruns, designing women. That <laughs> uh, Delta Burke's got a fat ass. <laughs> I'd also ghost bust right into Annie Pops. 
Sorry, sorry, Bobby. Uh, your grandpa Joe, he's on, he's on that morphine. I apologize. Uh, give, give him a goddamn call. I love you. Bye. Oh, and we still have not given him a call back because at this point, I'm frightened. I don't. I okay. Why is Grandpa Joe participating in anything protesty? Well, I mean, I think back in the day, he was protesting the Kaiser. Yeah, I remember. You know, yeah. <laughs> Kaiser Wilhelm turned the big one. Yes, gotcha. Uh, Joe's been around for a while, man. I mean, he's a he's a he's up there now, right? He's up there now. Oh, yeah. He's the only non-Asian that lived past one (laughs) ten. I didn't know. If to, does he live in a? <laughs> what? Does, well, it's not that funny, but for some reason, it's so stupid. fucking funny. Did does he live in a blue zone, <laughs> Grandpa Joe? Oh, what the fuck is a blue zone? That's where people live in extra long time. There's blue oh, zones oh, around the world where oh, they, they have like, like a Japan. Perpen- they have a propensity where... to like live a very long time for because of their diet. In, and, their diet and environmental. There's like a high levels of selenium and kelp. <laughs> Yeah. By the way, those are both blue zone things. And those they are real are. things. Selenium and kelp. Yes. Just saying. So just well, go fuck so yourselves for laughing at me. Thank you. And Grandpa Joe spent nigh on 35 years in, in Okinawa, the Far East. right? Yeah. He was no, in Okinawa no. for a no, minute. No, he used to say really troubling things like the O word <laughs> to me a lot. <laughs> Do we have it? Do we have anything else? We do. Yeah. So my friend Roxy, Roxy is one of the co-hosts from my old podcast, Nerds on Film. Um, Now that's just called Nerdonomy. They've been working on episodes. They have such a crazy schedule. They're trying to bank a bunch so they can release them once they're done. So they're working on that shit, and I haven't been able to participate yet. Uh, Roxy sent us a voicemail. Let's listen. Hey, what's up, Whiskey Real? It's uh, Roxy here. She's high. And I, um, <laughs> I uh, wanted to reach out because I wanted to say hello. And I also wanted to um, send Sean a message from somebody that uh, he knows um, pretty, pretty intimately. Um, she's here right no now, comment. so I'm going to go ahead and uh, bring her to the phone. Um, but, uh, she's somebody that I think you'll appreciate because, uh, she cares a lot about Sean and, uh, she's pretty worried about him. I don't know. Um, let me, let me go see what she's, if she's, uh, willing to, uh, stay her, her, her peace. Uh, Mama Noberry, can you, uh, can you come here for a sec? Because oh, Grandma Noberry. So then, yes. <laughs> obviously. What is wrong? What? Is this for Sean? Sean Junam, are you eating? Are you sitting? Uh, I hear you're too skinny. Too skinny. You need more kebab. You know what I'll do for you? I'll make you more kebab with rice and tomato oh. and cucumber. And I'm not talking about big cucumber. I'm talking about tiny Persian cucumber. It's like a toad, but, <laughs> but skinny. And green and more healthy for you, okay? Okay. I'm going to feed you next time I see you. All right. I love you very much. I'll be calling you back to check on you. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks, Maman. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all for now. I'm uh, hoping you guys are all doing well. And uh, I'm still drafting my version of the Brad Pitt song because uh, that is Ooh. a legacy of songs that needs to continue in my humble Indeed. opinion but um that's all for now all right 
Peace out. Oh, thanks, Roxy. And thank you, Mama No Berry. It's, she's, she's always trying to feed me right after I fuck her. And it's really weird. She's because a fucking delightful lady. <laughs> I, I'm going to say But I, I tapped that. I tapped. Did you? Dude, Mama No Berry knows some shit that. Uh, you ever see stars when you shouldn't be seeing stars? Like, like you just got punched by Mike Tyson? Like toe curling? Yeah, that's what happens when she licks your butt. I think it's really weird that you went reverse cowgirl on yeah. Mama Tope. <laughs> yeah. I did. I bent it backwards. How did that even work? I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> now, did I hear Roxy correctly saying that she's going to write a sequel or a... She's going to make... A, it's either a sequel or a part of the same realm or a new chapter of the Brad Pitt song, possibly. Because okay. she... Her, she, we had a whole episode named after her old AOL handle, which is I love Brad Pitt 624, because <laughs> that was her, that was her, she is obsessed with Brad Pitt to a nearly fucking criminal level. So as one of the executive producers of this particular media, yes, um, I'd like to suggest that we get Roxy and John Brown to collaborate, to duet, Ooh. and maybe we get a little live performance someday. Like yeah. Islands in the Stream? You know, because, yeah. you know, John obviously gave us his world-famous rendition of the Brad Pitt song. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to see some duet style. I want to see fucking... I wanna Zoom see, meeting style? I want to see Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> with Huey Lewis <laughs> Wait, <laughs> level what? duets shit. The wow. movie Duets, remember? No. Yeah, the Huey one where Lewis Paul Giamatti gets shot or something. No. It's a horrible. You don't remember Sorry. duets? Sorry, I never watched. By the way, John Brown loves that fucking movie. It's a great movie. The, the only reason I've ever seen that piece of shit. It's not a piece of shit. It's fun. <laughs> it's, it's not fucking fun. John Brown. There's nothing. Andre Brower gets shoot. shot at the end of it. It's a romantic comedy. Yes. <laughs> it's avant garde. It's a romantic. It's comedy. an art house film. Andre Brower gets shot. It's what? an art house film, Bobby. It's not an art no, house fucking movie. It was. It, it was only released and it went to like the big plexes had maybe one screen and then like the camera four downtown that only shows just the because something is it. unsuccessful doesn't make doesn't it make house. an art house film. <laughs> uh, moving on to the medias. Yeah, man. Uh, to some movies that we have watched. Amazon last week released a new movie uh, starring Andy Samberg and it's called Palm Springs. And Bobby and I both got to watch it. So it is um, it's a romantic comedy and it is kind of has the same framework at the beginning of Groundhog's Day. Um, uh, Andy Samberg is this guy at a wedding and you see him go through the wedding. And the first time you kind of if you hadn't seen the preview for the movie, you have no idea that he's in a time loop. But it's not like it's going to ruin for ruin it for you if you know that. Um, so he turns out that like he's been replaying this day over and over again at this wedding where he like breaks up with his girlfriend every morning and knows that he's going to cheat on her. And it's like hilarious that he knows it's going to happen. And so anytime he's like going to hook up with another girl, he's like, were you here with another girl? And he just takes her over to the window where she's getting eaten out by this guy and just like, eh, yeah. what are you going to do? We should fuck now. Uh, <laughs> but it, the movie's it really... Works. The movie's so and sweet, and it, you, at first I was like, do we really need, like, a retread of Groundhog's Day? That movie's kind of perfect in its own realm. Like, why redo that? But it's very different, and it is very uh, – it doesn't rely on the on the one person going through this, and it doesn't rely on redemption of some kind, although they kind of talk about that in the middle of the movie where they're like, maybe if we make the world a better place, then we'll get out of this. And they don't mention Groundhog's Day, which I thought they should have at the very least, given a little nod to it. Like, is this like Groundhog's Day where if I fucking kiss Andy McDowell, this thing will be over? Over, but they never mentioned that. But um, well, but they kind of delve into that plot wise. They do a little bit. They delve into the concept that like, and it, it's hard to explain. It's more metaphysical. It's more meta, uh, like uh, multiverse. Yeah, kind of predicated. So like, you guys are trying to explain to me that it is kind of that same general construct of what Grand Jose was, yeah. but it was a lot more 
like quantum theory. They yeah, near the, and that's like not till the end. Wormholy. No, mm. I don't want to ruin anything, but one of the characters in the movie starts just going like, "All right, since I've got the same day over and over again, I'm going to study quantum physics to figure out how the fuck we get out of this thing." Um, that they didn't do in in Groundhog's Day. It was all mystical. Right, and right, it was right. like a princess kissing a frog sure. almost. Yeah. Um, but the uh, the relationship they explore between Andy Samberg and uh, Kristen Milioti's character. If you remember she, Kristen Milioti? Who is she? She's the chick from How I Met Your Mother that ends up being the oh, the last girlfriend. Yeah. And then it's yeah, yeah, being yeah. the mother. The mother. Yeah, the actual mother. I never watched the show, but you guys showed me a picture of her. Yeah. And J.K. Simmons is and in she's, it. And she's he a is, cutie pants. And she is super cute. But J.K. Simmons is a national treasure. He's a treasure. That guy in everything is hilarious. And just the... So good. How different he is when they show him in certain scenes. And yes. then when you see him like in his house, <laughs> it's very he, different. He's contextual. Yes. Like when he's in his real world, li- reliving the day over and over and over and over again. Yeah. What his character is, I'm not going to get too spoilery, but he also decides sometimes I'm just going to go fucking murder Andy Samberg because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he got him into it because he's because he's the one that got him into the situation. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, mostly he just has great days and everything's good. But then he just fucking flips his shit out and yeah. he will literally go find Samberg and, and hunt him. him to death. And yeah, that's him. awesome. Yeah, it's they just have this smash cut clip of what of like the several times he's had run-ins with J.K. Yes. Simmons again. And so, it's so good. Fucked. How, it's how, hilarious. How is how you know? I mean, obviously, we've all seen the masterpiece Hot Rod. I love how that was, shit. How good was Samberg? Samberg was so good because he wasn't ridiculous over the top Samberg, Thank which God. is what you see in the lo- other Lonely Island movies. This yeah. is a Lonely Island production to oh, it. Wow. Yeah. So if you look at Hot Rod, which is crazy ridiculous, one of the things I love about it. Love then you've Island. got like the Justin Bieber knockoff the pop star, the one, pop star the never stop, never one. stopping. Yeah. Horrible. I thought it was. I thought it was funny. Absolutely unwatchable. I thought it was funny. The music was annoying it. as fuck, but I thought the bits were funny. I'm a. Lo- I'm in for the Lonely Island. I'm a fan. It's hit or miss for me with those guys, but I, but he's I not like what that. They're trying to do. He He's genuine. He is different than we've ever seen there, him. There are huh. moments in this film where Sandberg is literally acting. He's really acting. Wow. Well. Um, and like there's one scene that I don't want to give too much away, but you know, you spend enough time with one human being, eventually you're gonna get around to finding some mushrooms. And that is my maybe my favorite scene in the movie. Cause I think it's the sweetest, most surreal, weirdest part of the movie. And, yeah. it, and it kind of ties together the kind of the spirit. Of the whole yeah. thing. And all he says when he looks up and I, I won't say what he sees on the horizon. Yeah. Um, but it's beautiful. And he's just like, well, that's different. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> because in a world where he never gets to see well, anything different, different, ever, right? he knows every right. square inch of this. Right. You know, plot of land where he mm-hmm. basically spends his eternity. Right. And it's kind of cool, too, because we don't know how long he's even been there. He doesn't know how long he's been and there. And he doesn't wow. remember a lot about his old life. Can't he's remember like, his I can't old remember. job. Yeah. Can't remember anything, right? Crazy. Yeah. I gotta, I'm got. i definitely going to watch it. Um, I just started. Iliad is amazing. <laughs> yeah, and okay. it's on It's on Amazon. You can get it on Amazon okay. Prime or Bobby's Plex. <laughs> Which you guys can't However have. you want to do it. Since um, most of our audience has on Bobby's Plex. Exactly. <laughs> I, know, um, I, I, I started watching The Deuce. Um, which I didn't oh, even know yeah. about. And, and Rex turned me on and she was like, you're going to love it because it's all about like pimps, hoes, and porn and those three <laughs> of my favorite things. Uh, but um, I'm telling you, the actors that they got in this, if you guys haven't seen it, they're three seasons in. Um, Is it really? Show. Did they have like yeah. a couple years in between a couple seasons? Because I couldn't think it was that you, new. But it takes place uh, basically New York, 1971. Yeah. This was still when Times Square was a shithole. Yeah. The good old days, I think they call it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And 
you know, it was still cops getting drunk and getting in their cars and driving and all sorts of shenanigans. And it is a brilliant. Cops busting hookers so they could fuck them for free. I have very rarely seen a show that is so accurate in its, I don't know who's doing the set design, but dude, everything from the cans of soda to this, to that, to this, to that, it's perfect. Like the bar setup. How the bar was set up. Crown Royal was on the top. Yeah. And fucking, you know what I mean? Seagram's is on the mid shelf. Were there like, decanters they, full of nondescript brown liquor? Too? Yeah, right. No, there are pickled <laughs> eggs. No. Yeah. Um, but like, no, it's so remarkably accurate. The costuming, like what the pimps were wearing. Everything was just so well done. I appreciate it so much. And yes, there's n- extreme nudity and sex and all that stuff, which obviously makes it more interesting. Is there full penetration? I, um, no, Aww. but they allude, they allude, there's dicks everywhere. Oh, great. Tons I'm so excited. <laughs> A whole bag of dicks for you. But I will say Maggie Gyllenhaal for not being overly great looking. I think we can all agree on that. Well, she owns her shit. You would think, you would think that she thinks she's the hottest girl on the planet, which makes her actually attractive. That's the thing about Maggie it's Gyllenhaal. It's really cool. The way she carries herself. And and like early Maggie Gyllenhaal, like when I saw Donnie uh, Darko, I thought she was pretty hot. Secretary. Hot though? I thought she was pretty hot. Cute. I I like now because she had big boobs, but she was skinny. Margot Robbie's hot. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's just fucking separate this I just this think shit. that we diff- hot is a very subjective term we can all have our own version of hot you're right you're 100% us. But, but I'll tell you another great highlight of the show um, is and I hate to say it because sometimes he he loves him some him but that James Franco kid over there he plays his he plays twins oh um, that's right very I cool. remember hearing that and it's shot really well um God, it's just good, man. I, I I recommend it. It's definitely intense. Hour long? There's hour episodes? Dude, it felt like the first episode was 16 hours. They dumped so much money into this show to recreate what New York looked like. It's amazing. What's it on? Um on uh, HBO? No, HBO Max. HBO Max yeah. or HBO Now. Or if HBO. you're a if you're a Roku or an Amazon Fire person, you just have HBO Now still because they won't get HBO Max. <laughs> you guys were because uh, we have an ongoing thread, imagine that, between the three of us that we're pretty active on. And you Fair guys were talking about, I had already seen this a while ago, um, but then I started watching it again just for shits and giggles because who doesn't want to see Charlize Theron chop people up with an axe? Um, you guys started watching The Old Guard. Well, yeah, The Old Guard's a brand new movie. How'd you see it a while I ago? I saw it like two weeks ago. Did three it come out two ago. weeks ago? Yeah, it's been out for a second. It's actually been on my server for a minute. Oh. I, Old Guard's fun. It's got it's very tropey. I don't I mean, I, I think you guys really enjoyed it. I was kind of surprised to see how much you guys enjoyed it because it's not that it's bad at all. It's fun watch. And the dude that's in it is the guy that was in Zero Zero Zero. The dude that's the, the her cohort in it is one of the main yes. dudes in that. He oh, plays okay. one of the Italian mobsters. Yes. Nice. Um, but it's fun. It's it's not serious. It's very fucking bladey, John Wicky. It fucking. has tropes, like you said. Yeah. But I feel like it did a good job of turning some of those tropes on their side and making you think it was going to go the direction that those tropes go in. Still utilizing the trope, but turning it on its side. Like mm-hmm. the person you think that you're like, oh, this person's going to die by the end of it. This is the All whole right. point. And then, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, what I loved about it more is I love the idea of immortality. I've always been fascinated with stories sure. like that. So when they start flashing back to her fighting back in like the olden days, right. like with an ax, shit like that. And the potential for the sequel showing more flashbacks to the shit that she's done throughout history. Yeah. That is the shit that I'm more excited. Fun. So maybe the movie was good. You're right. 
I really enjoyed it, but I don't think it's anything to super write home about. Yeah. But I'm more excited to see the two sequels that they put into production immediately after yes. they and, and they made that movie for 70 million. They're throwing like 100 totally. plus at the next one. And, and honestly, like I watched this with two young ladies that were just at my house. Yeah. And um, they were fucking enthralled. Well, like, dude, it's a girl power movie when I you mean, don't realize sure. it. I'm loving it. We're having a great time. And they're just like. This is dope. They are buried in it. Speaking of which, and we talked about it briefly, by the way, Charlize which, Theron. Which, she owns that world, right? Right. Charlize Theron chopping up people is going to be on my hit list Fucking forever. Atomic Blonde. Atomic, atomic Blonde. Do you want to get a girl really, really into you? Show her Atomic Blonde. Oh, because yeah. I don't know if there's is a better... that the most underrated fucking action movie we've seen in like it went so why did it go years, so probably? under the radar? You think marketing? Marketing was bad for it. It was what did they market it as? Because I can't. They remember. marketed it to me. Um, it was like it, came, a it was David movie, David right? Filch David Phil. I can't. Uh, hey Carol, can you tell me who directed Atomic Blonde, babe? Oh, Bobby, I love that movie. That's one of my favorites. See, I always get so horny after. Ooh. Atomic Blonde was directed by David Leach. Leach. David Leach. So what else has he done? Um, what else? What else? What else has he done? Care? He directed John Wick. That was his directorial debut. That's what Shocker. I thought. Yep. He also directed Deadpool two and yep. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Bobby, so sorry. All right, let's just forget that one. But um, the other movies hey, are great. Carol, we love you, babe. Thank you. Oh, you're so sweet. She, she's a lover. I know. She, she really is. is a lover. Yeah, unless she talks to and you. And a fighter. And a fighter. She'll knock your fucking block right off. She will do that. She is she built will. like a rectangle. She so could now throw, she could throw a frisbee like that fucking dude in Goldfinger. Yeah. <laughs> like the manhole cover in Spider-Man. Exactly. Too. Yeah. I saw her um, when, when she had a remember that she was trying to be an actress very briefly. And uh, if you notice. She had actually had stapled behind her regular business resume when she came to get hired. She had her acting resume on there. And under special skills, it said rollerball. Holy shit. <laughs> Roll- <laughs> it said rollerball and in parentheses, James Conn rollerball. Not that LL Cool J abomination. Right. That was an abomination. Um, well, so, so as far as Atomic Blonde goes. It's they, just, I think they marketed this film. You think it was a marketing sh- shit the bed? I think they tried to just market Charlize Theron as doing like a female John Wick. And when in fact, what this really was, was like a more intriguing um, espionage. Yes, it was a spy thriller. You know, kind of spy thriller. Mm-hmm. And yes, some of the action scenes are off the fucking charts. Fucking dope. Incredible. They're so good. They're way better than the old she guard. She stomps a lot of balls. Yeah, and she fucking. Mm-hmm. And she, she and she looks like you would want her to. Yeah, but, that, but I could watch yeah. Charlize Ooh. Theron fuck people up all day. Like, Eon Flux was a terrible movie, but the action scene she's in it. is serviceable. You know what I love in Atomic Blonde? The music. Music yeah, the music is the dope charts. as shit. It's that, super unbelievable score, yeah. unbelievable soundtrack. What are you fucking idiots been listening to? Wow, easy. Oh, sorry, dude. You said wait um, so hard, I made so me hard. Bobby, <laughs> so Bobby has been. Bobby reached reached out when he found this, and he says he has been in love with this lady from the time you were a child. Correct? I have to assume Halloween, dude. I was like, who's that? And how do I fuck her at some point? Well, I remember back in the late seventies, early eighties, they would show <laughs> horror movies on NBC after the news. Right. Yes. Right. So, and like they could o'clock. get away with like a lot of shit well, back in the day before cable television, the rules were you could show boobs or have bad words after 10 PM because that's after when the advertising stopped after 10, after 10 and you still can, but people don't do it because there's plenty of other places. There's, well, yeah, there's no reason to piss off of advertising novelty. 
Um, I used to sit awake every fucking October and I would watch Halloween, which of course we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a young miss <laughs> in this movie named PJ Souls. Oh, PJ Souls. PJ Souls. Is also in Carrie. She's also in Rock and Roll High School. Rock and Roll High yeah, School. She was actually the lead in Rock and Roll. Riff High Randall. Yeah. Riff Randall. So when the Ramones are playing songs and the white mice in the oh, lab are exploding. So and the, rad. God, it's a fucking great movie. That's a fucking weird um, movie. She also got the Aunt Jemima treatment from Bill Murray in Stripes, very famously. Oh, true. Yeah. He scooped oh, her. Yeah. He scooped her. Yeah. That's where yeah. we get to see her full frontal standing with the poofy hair. I have that with burned into my memory. Hair. Yeah. So would she be considered um, a scream queen? I I can't call her a scream queen because honestly, she's not done a ton of horror movies. Huh. She was only in Halloween and Carrie, but in Halloween, yeah. a scream queen's usually somebody in a slasher movie, and she wasn't in multiple ones because she gets fucking murked in the right, first one. Right, she gets like, murked fast. Although by far the most charismatic, adorable, perfect part of Halloween. Yeah, yeah. I mean you when the dude wrong, when son. Michael Myers is standing there in the sheet, and she flashes those pure. 70s. 70s titties. titties. All God American home And she says, I believe, um, what's wrong, Bob? I can't get your ghost. I can't oh. get your ghost. And then Michael Myers mm. fucking murks her yeah. ass with the fucking <laughs> telephone. Yeah. Full <laughs> yeah. Full murk, um, dude. And then they, we find her later. But yeah, I mean, PJ Souls is a huge part of my life. It was her birthday this week. Yes, was it was. Happy birthday, friend of the podcast. million years old, but God, And if you're I listening, would, PJ, Bobby will still fuck you. I would... Definitely, you'd have to take yeah. a run, right? I yeah. would fucking get down with PJ mm-hmm. Souls. Okay, even today, okay. shall we? Yes, let's hear it. So, who's what's the song? Early, and why? early in the aughts, there was a little two piecer, and this was a thing that was happening. I think from like the early two thousands, maybe till mm-hmm. like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. There was like Dead Man and Elephant Boy, and like a little few of these bands that were two piece rock and roll bands. Yeah, like and the White, white Stripes. Uh, the White Stripes were obviously, yeah. yeah. The cream of that crop. Right, right. Um, even though only one of them can play music instruments. Um, Wasn't Filter? Uh, oh, Filter, I think, actually did do some two-piece stuff. Yeah. Huh. Um, hey, man, nice shot. That was a yeah. two-piece. Yeah. Right? The other one was a little group called Local Age who had some pretty big uh, hits, man. They had uh, a big hit in the 90s. Eddie Vedder. 96. Was, was Eddie Vedder their biggest hit, would you say? Nah. No. Uh, or uh, the, uh, the, the copacetic uh, song. Copacetic. If you just don't yeah. get Something off the floor. it, keep it copacetic, then you learn to expect it, you know. What's the name of that song? It's not the, I called it the copacetic song, but it's called something weird. just don't get it. Should we ask Carol? Yeah. Hey, Carol. What the fuck was the name of that local age song? The hit. The the big the hit. hit. I think it was something by the floor. How do you not know this, Bobby? It's on my Zoom. Bound for the floor. Bound for the floor. Baby, thank you so much. It's Bound by the Floor. This is a great song. Great song. Uh, one of the lesser known um, albums that local age came out with, which is actually my favorite local age album, uh, was called Whatever Happened to PJ Souls. That's the name of the album? That's the name of the album. Wow. There's a song on the album called just simply PJ, PJ Souls. Souls. And Perfect. it's a killer little tribute to All our right. lovely, lovely, lovely PJ. Let's listen to it.
That's so awesome. And this never was be no never. Boy, <laughs> you fucking you want to talk about encapsulating a time mm-hmm. uh, in music? So the production on yes, it, the, yeah. the general overall feeling of that, you know exactly what year that was made. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm they saying? sound nothing like Weezer, but they encapsulate. They're the harder than tribute. Weezer. Yeah. Part of Weezer, Wizard, mm-hmm. they love to throw fucking shots. Yes, they, they they love it, but you know we, what I mean. We, Remember what I loved when I was a kid. Yeah, now I'm gonna write songs about Twenty Sided Dice. Yeah, nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the I got my dice? Kitty Pride. I got my Kitty Pride, homie. <laughs> um, dude, I love that song, and I love Local H. Uh, they have one of my favorite Local H songs is High Five and Motherfucker. Oh yeah, which might be one of the best. Talk about songs of all time that encapsulates the dude bro culture. It's and the best. that's um, the third time we've said encapsulates, meaning you guys are getting pretty drunk out there. We hope you're enjoying the Whiskey Reel home game. Wow. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're actually going to come up with a bingo card. Yeah. Yes. Uh, have we said perennium yet? No. If it, um, uh, you that's a five drink word. We literally did. It's Center square is free. Top right always says, if Aaron says 1A, 1B. <laughs> 1A, 1B. Yeah. What about absolutely or 100%? Absolutely. Or, or by virtue or, of. Or by virtue of. Or, or Bob, <laughs> what's Bobby's? Bobby's is just. I hate my ex-girlfriend. If you if he says that, you yeah, that's, um, that's true. No, I, <laughs> I think I say superfluous a lot. I think I say there's some things. Oh man, you get to things. you get to pick any square to black out if Bobby's fucked somebody new this week. If it's oh <laughs> yeah, well congratulations. So, can, so, can, <laughs> so welcome to drinking. everyone involved. So, so, <laughs> so um, oh. so my my song my song this week because it's 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 my turn. I can't get away from the song. I can't get away from this artist. Um, Black Thought from The Roots. We all know The Roots. There's not been maybe a more respected hip-hop band that's ever... And I know Wu-Tang gets all the pub. And and I know De La Soul is my personal favorite as far as bands are concerned for hip-hop. But go fuck yourself, man. They didn't know Questlove was actually playing drums. They thought it was a drum machine for years and realized, oh, there's a human being that has that good of timing. Um, Black Thought is the MC for The Roots. Boy, when you're talking about like the top 10 MCs and there are people that drop in and drop out of that list all the time, whether it's KRS-One or BDK or Mm -hmm. Pac or Biggie or I mean, whoever you How come nobody talks about E-40, son? Right. Because he I know, I'm kidding. Sucks. I know. I just um, had to hear him beaten over my head by Bay Area people my whole life. But it's like life. Bay Area Steez. Um, garbage. It would be like putting Too Short in the top ten, which he doesn't deserve either. But but it doesn't lessen the impact of what those guys did. Can we Look put Juvenile in the top ten? Schooly D, dude. Um, like there's guys that deserve recognition, right? but not necessarily wouldn't be. I would consider one of the best MCs. It's very hard at this point for me for how prolific Black Thought has been for how much his his library of work he has it's very hard for me not to consider him a top tenor i mean just lyrically jesus christ and i think he basically dug his heels in the sand because i think he's been so overlooked and be, and made a song called black thought versus everybody Ooh. um because he's so, done other ones right he's done black thought versus somebody else's other tracks yeah but when you start saying it's me versus all of you. Yeah, like, it's a little I, different. I think, I think he's starting to understand, and, and I will dovetail back into the uh, the show The Deuce. Black Thought plays a pimp on it, and so really? does Method Man. Oh. And it's super fun. Method Man's a great fucking actor. Method Man's got a pressed like out, long hair, press out. Yes. It's fucking like dope Like fucking Cat Williams style Dude, shit? The, the pilot episode of The Deuce opens with Black Thought and another pimp sitting talking. Oh, and he's he looks... Dude, it, it, the costuming is great, but this man as an MC. 
Um, Dude, you and fucking Bustos are like on clockwork because when you sent a text to us being like, my song's Black Thought, thanks. I just get that music video sent to me in a Facebook message from Bustos. And I was like, God damn, you two are fucking on it. Yeah. Like well, as soon as something new hits right. and it's dope, dope, it's like you guys it's are on it. It's hard not to like this. He says some wacky shit because that's what Black Thought does. If you've ever seen his NPR tiny desk concert at home by himself sitting in a chair, whether he's performing with The Roots or not or what, what have you, if you look up what him and Method Man did on uh, fucking Funkmaster Flex's show, freestyling. This is one of the nastiest dudes on the planet. Period. Yep. End of story. So I hope you enjoy this as much as I did. Hey, yo, they asked why I seem so solemn on a throne between three stone columns. You know the name, fucking up the game, no condoms. Everybody, goddamn first world problem. The truth is inconvenient as non believers. Fearing Dr. Dreamers instead of FEMA. Bentley Benzer, Abima, Fiji, Aquafina. We fuck around and be the next Iwo Jima. The tides rising at the same time like they synchronize. For making art, for making love, for making highs. The home is where the hatred lies. They taking lives, but everybody just... So Jesus, fuck, fuck, dude. Fuck off, Black Thought, dude. Yeah, uh, that... That's one of the best songs he brought in a minute. That's a grown. Dude. You know what that is? Honestly, that's a grown ass man rapping to yep. you. Yeah. That beat is like, it's, I'm going to have that in my head for a week. It, it, it's nuanced. Nuanced production. Actually. I, and and I how many of those dudes that, exist? I, I would consider that as. So what you want to do is you want to let the MC add all the flesh to the bones. Oh, and okay. all you want to give them is a skeleton. You don't need to build a body. They got yeah. it. Here's the and outline. He stripped it down. And made it basic, yes. Yeah. But all he wanted but to do primal. was put a spine on it. It's and primal. And he'll fill in the rest of it. Black Thought's a goddamn, you want to talk about a national no, that's, treasure. That's wonderful. That dude. guy's in his 40s. Black Thought and Don Knotts. Right? National treasures. Wanna. That's <laughs> I my tell you, Don Knotts. Did I tell you guys my roots story? No. Oh, shit. I mean, it's nothing crazy. Oh. That's fine. But I was out up in Seattle visiting my brother, and uh, there's a festival up there, kind of a Coachella. The Sasquatchy one? Uh, it's not Sasquatch. This is called Bumbershoot. Bumbershoot. Yeah, I've heard of it. Um, very artsy, very okay. Coachella. It's South thing, by right? Southwest, Northwest. It sounds <laughs> very hipster. It's ridiculously fucking hipster. <laughs> and it's in Seattle. Oh, God. Um, but I'm walking around. Uh, my brother took me there, got me tickets, the home shooting match. And I'm walking around and I just see, I don't know, 29 black guys on a stage. Yeah, dude. and they're and they're just like, and I'm like, what? Just murking, and they're crushing it. This is probably like Illadelf time, yeah. Yeah. probably. Oh, dude. You know what I mean? And classic. I just go Jesus. walking in, and nobody's there because it's on, on stage fifty or yeah, whatever. Right, you right, know what right. I mean? Middle whatever the, the fuck, day or yeah. some shit, right? And I just go walking in, and the next thing I know, man, like I'm, I'm enthralled. Everything has changed. Right. I need to know who the fuck this is. Yeah, you know, and I did. I went out and just got all their shit. You know, which at that point was nothing. It was like it was maybe two albums. Two albums, yeah. yeah. Illadelph is like kind of the the top of the food chain for most fans of the Roots. Oh, dude! But they're so prolific. Even down to Questlove doing his DJ thing every day, practically. Mm -hmm. That man, we put on. He, I mean, this guy's done Janet Jackson, Chaka Khan, um, like retrospectives for three hours, and it's fucking. Um, and he put it out as Wrath of Chaka Khan yeah. in the font, and it's okay. Questlove spinning. Yeah. And you're talking about. Arguably the best drummer that's ever played a hip hop beat, yeah. maybe. And if you um, want to give them shit 
for being for the for being the fucking house man for Fuck Jimmy dude. Fallon. Get that you money, wait, dude, son. Get the money. It's a consistent gig all the time. And guess what? That fucking audience now gets to see a dope ass band play all sorts of songs every time they film listen, that fucking show. Listen, you would think that that would have been negatively viewed by the hip hop community, but I'm telling you right no. now, there's not a single person nope. that ever thought that that tarnished anything they've ever done. Jimmy Fallon, who by the way has fallen off the map. Nobody watches Jimmy no. Fallon anymore. His ratings have gone. People nobody watches watch late. People nobody. watch. Actually, um, he has a huge. Audience. And this happened before COVID. He right. has a huge Amen. audience on YouTube, but they are all for the clips of the shows. Yes. So when he does the little things where he does like all the stupid little instruments and people do their songs with like little child's instruments, that will blow up. There is nothing with just him that blows up anymore. Nobody watches the show proper. No. It's just clips on YouTube, and he hangs on by that thread. That's yeah. all. That's all. That's all they can do because nobody watches fucking late night anymore. No, it's um, late night kind of. In the world where we have so died. many different podcasts, died. late night's not that fun anymore when you can have somebody having a genuine, uncensored conversation on a For podcast sure. rather than their canned publicist nonsense that they're right. trained to say when they go to talk to Conan or fucking Jay Leno or David Letterman. Or it's my- time that your favorite time of the show, everybody. This is Clutch Your Pearls of Wisdom. Um, this is our opportunity to say whatever we need to say and impart whatever we need to impart and poison whoever we wish to poison. So, Bobby. Do <laughs> oh, am you- I going first? You're going first, son. Okay. Um, actually, I had kind of a big week in my life. Um, I came to, I mentioned the Fiend de Cicle earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a long 15 plus months of my life after my accident and subsequent, you know, legal issues and mm-hmm. all that. And I came to the end of all that. And I'm off. Congrats. I'm off, Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Dude. Big. I'm off the rolls. Um, so I, I know I saw that temporary license in your wallet the other day and I was yeah. like, Oh, I have a, I literally am a 46 year old man with a learner's permit. <laughs> oh, is it a learner's <laughs> permit? So you wanna, do you want to practice in the parking lot with me in the passenger seat? And I'm like two months out from e- being able to take the driving test. If I have any wisdom for anyone coming out of this, I know we all make decisions and we all get behind the wheel sometimes when maybe it's not, um, the smartest thing to do. Don't fucking do it. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Do I promise you, this will eat your life for years. And your will to live. If you're years. lucky, it's a year. You get the DWAI, it's a year of your fucking life. And it still sucks. So bad. If you get the DUI, you get the big thing, it could be two years. It could be three years. You do it again. I mean, you can go to prison with a shit, man. Mm-hmm. I have several people that I work with that are going through their second and I will tell you, I know be- two guys going through their fourth. Their their the beginning, the beginning go time outside of just the legal, you know, uh, lose your license and the money and this and that. At least twenty days of jail up to thirty. Right. So unless you want to spend three weeks uh, mm-hmm. with a bunch of other sweaty men, then you better. Well, hey, I, and honestly, the guys I know on their fourth, that they how was that possible? One of them did. One of them did like a, a year of work release. A yeah. year in, they came out to oh, work yeah. and they went back in for well, a year. Well, they add time if you want work release. So if you want to do 20 yes. days, you can do 20 or you can do 28 with work release. So yeah. you're like, fuck it, I'll just do the 20. Yeah, right, right, right. So anyway, Bobby, great point. Bobby, though. and that's it. That your clutch, your pearls of wisdom is so close to mine. It, it, no matter how good it looks, if Dairy Queen has something new, <laughs> don't fucking try it. Especially if it's A, blue, 
and B uh, says cotton candy anywhere near it. And next time, if they're like, "This, what's next? Like, what are we? They're doing a cotton candy. I thought the butterscotch cone was a little much back in the day. Sure, sure. You have a birth, the blue raspberry birthday cake flavored unicorn cock you're shoving down my throat. And I enjoyed it. Yeah. But I know I'm going to die sooner. In my head. It's just this huge blue unicorn cock blasting you in the face like you're Shaden Rogue. Because the center was delicious and, <laughs> and white. <laughs> Who, by the way, is the greatest cocksucker on oh the internet. Uh, you think so? It's not an argument. It's not Miss Lion? No. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> I'm going to end it with this. Uh, there's a show on HBO, I believe. I, th- I want to say HBO. But it's basically about a group of guys. Oh, Christ. Sean just showed us a picture of the, the thing that he put in his mouth. And it literally... that You know what? That should be our new American flag, by the way. Um, I There's a show. I don't know if anybody, if you guys have seen it. Uh, Rex, my girl, introduced me to it. But it's basically a group of guys that go around to small towns in America and... Uh, encourage people to kind of live their dreams of dr- being a drag queen or a oh. drag king. Um, it's actually turned out to be a really heartfelt kind of cute show. And it was very emotional. Actually, it was, I, I was wow. not seeing it coming. They did an episode in Farmington. One of the people that they highlighted in the show was a young lady named Nicole, who's a lawyer in Farmington, who always wanted to explore kind of being on stage and doing that. Well, as luck would have it, um, we uh, last night went out, me and Rex, and ran into her and her girlfriend. Whoa. And hung out all night, came back to my house up till five in the morning, dancing and acting a fool. They crashed over. Um, but during the course of that, her girlfriend's an HR director for a big company. She's 24. She's a baby. Um, Nicole's 28, maybe, or 20 or 30. Um I, and the reason I bring all that up is this. They're obviously gay. My girlfriend's very into the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. has a ton of drag friends. Um, so it feels very closely related. And I spent the better part of last night just listening, listening to their take instead of injecting myself into the conversation. So what I would say is if you want to learn about something, remove yourself from it. It's so hard to say, well, if I was so-and-so, this is what I would do. Right. Um, how about you just be quiet and listen and take yourself out of the conversation completely and listen, 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 listen. And it's not about, and one thing basically I heard over and over again, it's it's not about you. It's not about you. Yep. We want to keep relating it to ourselves. Of course. That's human nature. Just, it's not about you. Stop it. Yeah. Like that's the problem is you keep relating to it and thinking of it through your lens. Yeah. And that's, that's when you make those mistakes and those errors in judgment. So I would just say, it's not about you all the time. Close your mouth and listen. Are we going to wrap up this bitch? That's it. We don't have a button. We got to put a button on it. Someone say something hilarious. Primus Primus sucks. called on account of boredom. Got some of my homework instead. Homework? Yeah, for Mr. McGree's songwriting class. I've written a song for the Ramones. Wait till you hear this. Oh!